Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All the best to Pauline as uh, we say farewell to Ron and welcome in another special guest, another former Oilers goaltender, Grant Fuhrer, dropping by Studio 99. Grant, great to see you again. Good to see you guys again. Hey, you've been busy lately. Obviously, you were in Toronto for the Hall of Fame induction, the first black player ever to play in the NHL, Willie O'Ree. Uh, you got to uh, speak about him and to him. Tell, Ms. Tell us about that experience. That was a lot of fun. I mean, over the last few years, I've gotten a chance to know Willie a little bit and you get to know his history and everything that he went through to become a National Hockey League player. So it was fun to go to Toronto last night and be able to honor him. How, how big of influ- influence was he for you, if he was at, at that time? I think well, he was more of an influence as I got later into my career. I mean, I was lucky enough to play here, so no issues to start with, and I probably didn't see any issues my first 10, 11 years. It wasn't until I got to Buffalo, and by that time I got to know Willie, Tony McKegney, Bill Riley. Val James, a lot of the er- earlier guys that have played, so I had pretty easy lifting. What, what does Willie say about, you know, the term that's used is, is breaking the, the color barrier. Obviously, Jackie Robinson associated with that in baseball, and that, that was a very difficult thing for those men to go through and, and deal with, with the racism and the, the ignorance and all that kind of stuff. What does he tell you about facing that and, and working through it? They went through hard times. I mean, the league wasn't very receptive at that time, and society wasn't very receptive at that time. So Willie had a lot of of things going against him, but he had a lot of determination, and that's what he tells you is his determination to do it. He lost his sight in one eye in junior and still managed to make the Bruins. So pretty determined guy. Uh, When you you listen to his stories and you you talk to him, do you feel how how fortunate you were to be in a city like Edmonton and be surrounded by the group of players that you were surrounded by. Oh, no question. I mean, just playing in Canada itself, the racism, all that sort of thing was never existent. So you were a hockey player first and foremost, and the guys accepted you as a player and made it so much easier. Making Coco obviously has been uh, a huge success uh, for you. Obviously, Adam Scorgi, the producer of the show, uh, Don Metz involved as well. It's uh, had the, the great screening here at Rogers Place about a month ago. And uh, you went to Fort McMurray for, for a screening recently. How did that go? It was good. We were up in Fort Mac and sold the theater out up there. So we had a lot of fun with that. But no, it's actually gone really well. Probably better than I ever expected. Because it, it, right now, I, and I, I've been listening and I've been seeing it, it, in different people are pointing it out. It's, it's at the Metro now playing in, in Edmonton. It is. It's running at the Metro all week. And we may sneak over. We may not. You never know. But yeah. Sit in the back, back row quietly and see how it goes. And but it's, it's been fun to go to the different cities and go to the different premieres and just sit and watch people's reactions and then talk to people afterwards. Is it easier now watching it than it was the very, very first time you watched it? Well, it's a lot easier now. So. Yeah. <laughs> first time I saw it was on a cell phone. I thought it would be okay on a cell phone, not that hard. In a big screen, it's a lot harder. What's a what's a reaction that's maybe struck a chord with you, either emotionally, maybe something humorous somebody said to you? What's something you've got from a from a viewer of the film that's that's really stuck with you? That, that it's been all positive. I mean, people all thought it was all fun and games. They didn't realize that yeah, there's trials and tribulations that go with playing in the National Hockey League. So. It kind of struck a chord with people that were normal people. 
It's funny, right now, it's we've had two goaltenders on our show tonight, and, and right now in, in Edmonton, there's Koskinen, Talbot, and, and people, the word we keep getting on our radio is controversy, and, and I, I've been on a number of teams, and I've never... One goalie will start, the other doesn't. And there's never been, they, what they say, controversy. Well, they're two, they're usually buddies. They get along well and they cheer for each other. Have you ever Have you ever been on a team where you felt there was a controversy? Or are you on the opposite camp where, you know what, oh, it's his turn, I'm going to sit back, hope he does well? No, we're on the teammate side. I mean, first and foremost, you're a teammate, you're a friend. You're there to help each other. I mean, I know when I got here my first year, Ronnie's like a father figure. I learned from Ronnie to get adjusted to the game and the different intricacies of the game and work ethic for the game. And you're there to, every year I got older, you remember that. So you try and pass that down to the guys that come and play with you. Grant Fuhr joining us in Studio 99. Oilers and Canadians coming up at uh, at seven o'clock tonight. When you were when you were growing up. Um, I mean, the Canadians obviously had some great teams. Did you? Were you a guy thinking, okay, that's pretty cool. I like Lafleur. I like Dryden. Or were there other goaltenders, other teams that you sort of admired and cheered for? I was a Leaf guy, so yeah. I mean, out west, you were a Leaf guy. But no, you get to see guys like Johnny Bauer, Terry Sawchuk, uh, Jacques Plante. So I was just a fan of goalies. Period. The equipment looked neat, and you like to see what they did. And every year, you watch all the goalies, and you try and pick up different things that guys do. When you played certain teams, did you have to prepare differently for certain players? Did you have to prepare differently for certain teams? Uh, different teams play different styles. So you, you watch a little bit, and you know enough from watching games on TV and that sort of thing, what they want to do. So there's always four or five guys on each team you pay attention to, just because they're going to be the guys that don't, most nights will score the points. Well, and nowadays a goaltender, and they do it for, for players too, but a goaltender, they'll have the... the tendencies of every player so there's all this video would you have been a guy that would have appreciated more video or were you a guy that wanted to do it instinctively on the ice i was more of an instinct guy i mean yeah you learn watching guys what they do you watch them play other teams and you pick certain intricacies up and such but at the same time the game moves so fast that sometimes if you think you get end up getting behind when we've had you on before, you've identified Carey Price as a guy you think who's been on top as a goaltender, obviously, in, in recent years. Hard to argue with that. He's not going to play tonight. He's not off to a great start this season. I, I know I saw a, a media scrum he did in Montreal where he said, look, a lot of it's up here, right, right between the years. And oddly enough, uh, I mean, he has two wins in ten decisions against the Oilers in his career. 8.59 save percentage. I mean, is that, <laughs> would you look, is that explainable or is that just one of those weird things? Everybody has hard teams to play against. I mean, I know I struggled when I played against Buffalo sometimes, St. Louis sometimes. It's just certain teams, for some reason, you struggle playing against them. But at the same time, goaltending is 80% mental. I mean, everybody's got talent. Sometimes you get in little ruts where you're thinking instead of just playing. And when that happens, you get behind. And when you get behind, you start to chase. Once you chase, then the player's got the advantage. So uh, you go into a certain rink where you've had a lack of success. You're already thinking on the way to the game, oh, no, here we go. This, uh, I know the lighting is different here or the ice is different. And it goes through your mind before you even get into the rink. Sometimes it can, but you have to try and block it out and just go in and play. I mean, what you, if you can just focus on the game itself and let it come to you instead of you trying to chase it, it becomes a lot easier. Grant, it's always great to see you. Thanks for making time for us again in Studio 99. Glad to hear making Coco's doing well, and you're doing well. Uh, you did a great job yesterday at the Hall of Fame, and I know we'll see you again throughout the season. Enjoy the game tonight, man. Thank you.